Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. All right, welcome to the Sportive, uh, the podcast that's on its way to Vegas to uh, smoke crack. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. we're on the on the web at thesportive.com on Twitter at, at Sportive podcast. On the hotline tonight, uh, as always, is Clarence Swampdown. What's up, fuckers? <laughs> Classic. With me here on the hotline, not on the hotline, in the studio. Yes. As or we've got Stu. Hey, guys. Uh, how's it going? And, of course, your your friend and mine, at Randball, Michael Rand. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, Mike. Good to see you guys. Good this is fun. Randball. This is fun. Long-time listener, first-time <laughs> participator. <laughs> the man who discovered all three of us. And <laughs> I, I think we, we need to mention this. We've made a lot of jokes about where Mike has been instead of being on the podcast. Where do you have to be later tonight, Mike? Uh, I have to be at a uh, league shuffle puck game at Herkimer. Shut up. It's serious. It's really? real. Those things are yeah. funner that's, than hell. That's pretty way. cool. I, I, love, yeah. I love the shuffleboard. My, my team, the, the Southside Puckers, we're 11-1 right now. <laughs> oh, you're a juggernaut. Wow. We're a juggernaut right now. We're not usually this good. So. No, are, do you have Fucking a ringer on your team or something? Uh, or just two of us. It's me and uh, my friend Jamie, mm -hmm. uh, Jamie Hallbritter, a mm -hmm. uh, photographer friend of mine from back in the Minnesota Daily Days. He's a good dude. Cool. He kind of runs the – he kind of puts it all together. But, uh, yeah, we're good. I don't know. Now, uh, Herkimer's a Packer bar, isn't it? Uh, yeah, just... spa, the spies oh. would have us. Uh, uh, we, don't go there we, on, go. we don't go there on Sundays. That's, we only yeah. go there on Wednesdays okay. when it's safe. I'm adding this to my dossier on you, Randall. <laughs> <laughs> known, he's a known consorter with North Dakotans. Yeah. Boy. yeah. Well, we, we literally couldn't write that one. Also, Stu has got our, our first sponsor of the our podcast. Our first sponsor is actually an anonymous donor who gave me money uh, to say this. Um. This uh, first sport of podcast is sponsored by an anonymous donor in North Dakota who will see us all in jail within five years. <laughs> uh, like it's uh, it's uh, his. Uh, can I give you his real name? But his uh, Nam Duranball is Rocket. Yeah, he uh, comments quite quite uh, infrequently on the blog, but when he does, it's usually verbose and <laughs> taken off the website within fifteen minutes <laughs> because it violates all sorts of terms yeah. of use. Like seven out of ten, usually at least. <laughs> So anyway, uh, but that's our first sponsor. That's awesome. So uh, it's so onwards and upwards. We made one dollar from the sponsor tonight. Yeah, so. it's like a it's like Kickstarter. It take is. that, it's, you yeah, know. Take that, Veronica Mars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's the first item on first item on the agenda? We wanted to talk. Basically, I'm going to say these two names, and then Clarence oh is just going to go off and start yep, swearing. He is. Okay. But here's the oh. question: Matt Cashel or Christian Ponder? Who you got, Clarence? <laughs> It's really just a function of age and experience, isn't it? Well, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just Michael. egging you on, just egging you on. You know what? I wasn't, I wasn't trying to say in that 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 Ponder is good by any circumstance. All I was saying is that 
Castle is pretty mediocre, and Ponder isn't even at the stage of his career yet where Castle started to get mediocre. So that's all I was really saying. Because, <laughs> you know, there's a so lot of I'm NFL sure. quarterbacks that played two entire years and then figured it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The lot there's, lots yeah. of them. Well, you know, Eli Alec, Manning is probably. Eli Manning, Alex too. Smith to an extent. but Alex Smith to what extent? He's still terrible. He's still terrible. He's okay. Yeah, he's not okay. He had a. If you like QB rating, he's okay. I don't like QB You don't like QBR? We're well-known haters of math on this. Okay. Well, the three of us yeah. are. Brandon's not here to <laughs> defend him. Math plays on to Vegas right now. Yeah, so. <laughs> playing those odds. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, that's all I was I, – I, I think Castle could very well end up starting at some point this season because I don't think Ponder is all that good. But, you know, that said, I, he's not a savior either. I don't think we should no. call him that, right? No. He's the right signing for what they needed this year as somebody who could – step in if ask Clarence anticipates Ponder falls flat on his fucking face or if again. he gets hurt again. He doesn't have to fall so. flat on his face. He just has to keep doing everything that he's already been doing. Okay. He just needs to stay consistent. <laughs> did you, and his inconsistency. Clarence, did you like anything Ponder did in those last four games of the regular season? I think he uh, did I like anything. I liked when he completed a pass. That mm-hmm. was fun. Uh, it was <laughs> unexpected. He did complete a pass uh, that traveled over the line of scrimmage. That was exciting. People went crazy. Yeah, he he did. Uh, he threw the ball up like he made some deep passes. Would I say deep for him? More than seven yards. Mm-hmm. And they were literally like Chloe punts. They were, <laughs> you know, up into the speakers, Butch Husky like pop flies that. Uh, 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 you know, settled nice, gracefully nice, into the arms of nice a receiver somehow. <laughs> yeah, I thought that you know they got to call for a fair catch. Um, so I, yeah, he was he was an av- not even an average NFL quarterback, which based on his play before then made it look like he was you know fucking Unitas, <laughs> which was great. And you're right, Stu, that that was the perfect signing. Castle was was probably the perfect signing for the situation that they want to give Ponder another year, but also keep him confident enough that Castle is not the starter, not start out the season with the controver- you know, quarterback controversy. So what they did was the Vikings were the 31st in the league at passing last year, right? Correct. As yeah, a team. I believe that is correct. And Ponder started every game of the season. Yes, so you he have did. To put that Except the playoff game. Down, Except uh, the playoff In which we Except found out that his backup game. was even better. <laughs> well, we could, that Webb's a whole different story. Yeah. But, the sad uh, thing was so, the number of us who talked ourselves into Joe yeah. Webb. Like, hey, he so might, on board. maybe that's it's it's unpredictable. Hey, he maybe one, it'll work. He had one scramble at first drive. And we're like, yeah, right. Do that read option all game. And then they used the worst scheme. They really did. That was a bad scheme. That was a bad scheme. I don't know if they could have done anything different, but it was bad. Head scratching. So back to the Castle signing, uh, you're right, Stu, they did make the perfect move because Ponder was, like I said, 31st in the league in passing as a team. So there's 32 teams in the league, right? Yes, still, as far as I know. Oh, I don't count Buffalo, so you can say they're last. Well, who was 32nd? I believe Probably Arizona or Buffalo. It's Arizona or Buffalo. no. Uh, it's Kansas City. Kansas City. Oh. So they went and looked oh, for it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Clarence did his homework. Nice. Fucking A, huh? Well, let's go and get Kansas City's quarterback, starting quarterback from the beginning of the season, who got up and benched because he's the only guy that'll make Ponder feel confident. It's a genius move. I mean, it's a smart <laughs> move. I can't knock it, but uh, oh, you say who you got. Fuck, I, love- I don't know. Kicked in the nuts or get, you know. 
kicked in the face. At, I don't know. That's kicked South Metro logic right yeah, there. It really sound, and I like it. And I like it. I like literally the only comparison they have in Dakota County. I like it. Nuts her face. Well, I don't. Yeah. Yep. That was the name of your homecoming button, I think. Nuts her face. Go Rosemount. Yeah. Sorry. The dance was in a big so field. That's, that's cool. I, that's yeah. the long and short of that. I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts? Uh, Who you got? Ponder. One more year. See what happens. If he sucks, then everyone's gone anyway. So The first fucking skip pass that he does, or one of those you know noodle dick thro- throw punts that he throws up <laughs> to, to fuck it. Well, who's it going to be this year? Simpson. Mm-hmm. And Simpson makes Jennings, a catch. Jennings, known spy. And Jennings back spy. again. Yeah. Uh, the very first time he does that, that place is going to go apeshit, right. isn't it? That, that that is the thing. I mean, it's 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 not to the level of you know when they brought Tebow into New York, but it is it does give a little credibility to the position and give fans the license to as soon as he performs mm-hmm. poorly, think well we've got a guy here now that has at least proven that he you know he can he's had good seasons as an NFL quarterback. He's had two pretty good seasons. He's had three pretty bad seasons. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know take that for what it's worth. But he's, he's at least he's at least proven to you know when he's had the right situation that he can be fairly competent at quarterback and the fans are going to latch onto that yeah he's a little better than kelly holcomb and a little worse than bubby brister i think that's (laughs) kind of where you would put him right now that's the nicest thing anybody's ever said about matt castle i think that's well i think it's true i think that's accurate he did go to a pro bowl he i know that's that's you know the belichick magic i guess no it wasn't the belichick year it was your right it was was the kansas city year right he actually had that was actually a pretty good year. If yeah. you look at that yeah. year, yeah, I mean, yeah I think but I, using I the Pro Bowl as a comparison, no, okay, is but, not a good okay, now that, that, that's not like Dwayne Bowe has had no, his breakout like year. He had like twenty, twenty touchdowns yeah. and like seven yeah. or twenty-seven, twenty-seven and seven that year. Twenty-seven yeah. touchdowns, yeah, seven picks, like, and you know, that's, so there's something. You know, I mean, maybe there's something there. But, yeah, let's let's not pretend Kansas City had a stable full of weapons these last two years no. either when he's been there. <laughs> they, 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 were, they were a bad team, nine other guys. and they had, you know, the running game fell apart when they had yeah. injuries. So, yeah. you know, there there were problems there. I'm not saying he's all of a sudden better with Peterson, but if you have a competent quarterback, Peterson makes him a whole lot better. True. Yep. You guys have talked me into Matt Castle. I'm excited about Matt Castle. <laughs> Usher in the Matt Castle era. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, the the nice thing is they at least have an option this year because yeah. Webb obviously wasn't that option. If yeah, there we, was we didn't, it, it was probably smart to play it the way they did last year because they didn't know what they had last year. They didn't know this team was going to go from three wins to ten wins. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to go from three wins to ten wins with a pretty mediocre year from your quarterback tells you that you're pretty good in other spots. So yes. you mediocre should. Mediocre is generous. Yes, you can always remind us that mediocre is yes. generous when yes. it comes to Christian Ponder. Yes. Uh, Clarence, I, I do want to know. Do you think he has any ceiling above what he's shown so far? What what is his what is his ceiling? No, and aside I, from you no, wanting to smash his head into one. And you know what? I I play it up. I, that's we talked about it at the last podcast. I almost feel bad because he is a good guy. He's a hard worker by all right. accounts. Is that you know you want good people to do well. What I worry about is that he had that shoulder injury in college and he just can't throw anymore. He just can't. No. His, sorry. Uh, turned it off. <laughs> the other podcast, uh, professional podcast. This is our night for the yeah. podcast, Clay. You can't uh, do the Arctic Cat podcast a... tonight. <laughs> uh, I've exceeded my F word rate. That was the government. They just talked about Ponder. I think a shoulder shot. I don't think he has the arm to make the throws that you need to make to be a successful NFL quarterback. Yeah, you might be right and, about that. His, his arm does not look overly strong at times. Most of the time, he can't throw that. He can't throw. He can't throw that out. He can't throw the out, and you got to be able to throw the. The in also gives him problems. The in, the out, the swing pass. That's very much his repertoire. Yeah, 
he needs to have it be perfect for him to make us to really get something on the ball. He needs to be rolling out to his right and to really get behind. Well, you can't have a quarterback that needs it perfect right. every single time right. in order to make a pass. Right. That's just that's my worry. Is that sure? Uh, they were hoping his shoulder would come out of it. I just don't see it. Three yeah. years since the injury. Three yeah. years. It's not three yeah. weeks. Three True. months. So that's that's what I see. I want him to have a higher ceiling. I just don't. I haven't seen his arm get strong since he's been here. That's it. Or more accurate. Fine. Don't have a strong arm. Be more accurate. But he's not. He mm-hmm. throws like 55, 60 yeah. percent. And, that's his. And ceiling. half of those were to Percy Harvin, and they traveled three feet. That's exactly and right. Percy Harvin so, is not here anymore. I mean, you, you, I think they have the right type of receiver in Jennings now to see what they have in Har- in, uh, in Ponder at the very least because yeah. they they don't have that little. They don't design it. They don't design the passing game around mm-hmm. a three-foot hitch pass anymore. It's it's got to be, you know, accurate at least mid-range passes if if they're going to succeed with Jennings. Well, if they bring back Ampley, we'll know that. They yeah, have Ponder. <laughs> Ponder's yeah. got the extra use. Ampley. Yeah, nice pull from the past. Yeah, that was good. Ampley. I agree. I agree. Darren those, Nelson. Those, those dump-off passes. Oh yeah. Ooh, Darren Nelson. Four yards every time. <sighs> not so. Not so. Not, not all. Not all every time. time. No, that's Not true. when you really need Bang! him. Not oh. when you really need him. <laughs> no. Fucking Wade Wilson. Redskins. Fucking Nelson. And now the I would depression say, what part. percentage do you think of people were alive to even remember that game that are listening to this podcast? Uh, let's see, that would have been 1988, 19- so it was about 25 years ago. Not Maybe boy. there's more than I think. I remember it pretty well, and I'm probably the youngest one on this podcast. Oh, I remember it quite well. I remember yeah, a lot of sucked. a lot of bitterness. Yes, a lot of bitterness. I think, it, and it was coming off two fantastic. Oh yeah, those games. are such good games. Oh my god, they just drilled. New Orleans and San Francisco. That was so good. That, again, that San Francisco playoff victory was the best playoff victory in, God, 35 years of Vikings football. Yep. Easily. Easily. What about the one where Danny Green cast a spell on the Giants and the Vikings <laughs> that was scored the three weirdest. touchdowns? That was the weirdest. The weirdest. What, about, what about the win at Lambeau with the moon? That was pretty oh, that good, was too. That, was that, 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 felt, that felt pretty good. That felt pretty that good. Felt pretty that was good. a terrible football team that somehow got in the playoffs and beat the Packers. Because actually, what, it, was, it wasn't a terrible football team. It was kind they of, eight and eight? They were 8-8, eight eight, but they were like the equivalent of this year's Gophers basketball team. They oh, were like okay. they were either awful uh, or good. And, you know, like that was the year Culpepper, like, could have been MVP. Oh, yeah, like th- forty six hundred yards passing. That was and like, a thirty-seven seven year, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, he was unbelievable. That, that was they just that had, was the eight and you're right. Yeah, that was the, they had no defense, that's but they right. still had Culpepper and Moss, and mm-hmm. you know they could light it up on you for for thirty five any game, ah. just like the Gophers. Let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> we came full let's, circle on that. Let's talk about the Gophers while we're at it yes. here, or more accurately, well, let's have you guys Gophers talk about editor. the Gophers. Yeah, yeah we got the college, the Star Tribune college sports editor, Michael Rand, here to give us his expertise. I, I think what Stu wants to know, mm-hmm. well, at least what he put on our little agenda here, is yes. how many wins does Tubby have to get in the tournament? You know, that's a good question. I think the, the speculation is all over the place with with that. Um, you know, I, I think the, the best way to go about that question is to think what would make this year a success because I don't think, you know, if you come into this with zero tournament victories in five years and only two appearances before this, so for now three in six years, You've got to raise that bar, even though this program has, you know, has had that bar lowered since the scandal. Um, you know, they haven't actually won a tournament game since that Final Four year, and nope. that doesn't even count anymore. Nope. I think the way this team played at the start of the year, they they achieved a, a level to where the a successful season has to be at least the Sweet Sixteen. Correct. That that's my. I think that's where everybody kind of put that, and I think. I think that's a fair way to judge this season. Now, if they go in and win against UCLA Friday and they give Florida a game on Sunday but end up losing, 
is that a, is that a bad thing? Uh, it, it still falls short in my mind of what this could have been because they shouldn't have been in this position to have such a poor seed and have to play such a tough team in the second round. So I, right. I don't think this season is successful unless they make it to the Sweet 16, at which point his job is most certainly safe. I agree. I, have, I, flat, I think if they get to the Sweet 16, he's probably safe. And I think if he doesn't, he's probably gone. You think it's that cut and dried? Yeah. So what if they beat UCLA but don't make the Sweet 16, you think, still? I think he's gone. I think it's, it's interesting. I mean, I, I, st- I still don't think that, w- that, would be, that would be successful on one level because they finally win a tournament game. Mm-hmm. They haven't done that in 16 years. And it's, um, I mean, it, it's, you know, they beat UCLA. It's a name program. Right. It's, but, yeah. when, you know, when you bring in a Tubby Smith, you expect more. Mm-hmm. You, you do, you know, he's, he's got the reputation. He won a national championship at Kentucky. You're, you're paying him pretty well. You know, he's, he's got a pretty good contract. He makes almost $2 million a year. That's, that's, that's upper echelon type stuff. Um, you know, that said, I think some of it could come down to, to finances as well. How oh, yeah. much, you know, it's not. Do they have the money? Well, I don't know if they have the money or not. I think it comes down to, you know, it comes down to donors in this case because, you know, the department, even with, you know, the department, even with all the Big Ten network money, which is basically the thing that keeps it vibrant with 25 sports right now, even with all that, it's it's tough to to swallow not just a two point five million dollar buyout, but also um, you know you got to talk about Jerry Kill's going to get a raise if they bring in a new coach because all of a sudden this new coach is making two point five three million. Jerry Kill's making half that. That can't happen. You can't no. have your football coach making half of what your basketball coach makes. And Jerry Why Kill's not? Jerry Kill's already in the already number twelve out of twelve in the Big Ten. It just it's appearances. It just doesn't look right. He will he will, he will he will get a raise. He will get a Why? raise. Yeah, he just what, will. What that's just how it works. What leverage does Jerry Kill have? That's, that's just. That's a... just. I don't know how much leverage he has. That's just <sighs> how it works. That's how it works. How do I get that leverage at my own job? <laughs> that's like really what I think. Fucking. Uh, so you got just that. You've got that. You've got the buyout. You've got. You've probably got to buy out the coach you go get out of his contract. It, it's there's a lot of money to be spent, not just on Tubby Smith, but on everything else. So I think cash flow could be a consideration in all this too. Is Shaka smart? A real possibility, or is that just people speculating because of the VCU connection? I think he's a long shot. Um, I think at best, just because this is not the destination job for a coach uh, that, has, that has shown yeah. what he can do at that level. Um, you know, he's a he's, a, he's a very good he's a very good up and coming coach. Now, obviously, the thing that does give them that at least foot in the the foot in the door and get him to listen at the very least is obviously the relationships with Norwood T and his, his you know his number one basketball guy um, Ellis. Those are those are the two guys. Um, you know Ellis and Teague ran this thing at VCU called uh, uh, something seven, like, uh, Villa Seven. It's this thing. It's like this coach incubator type thing where they bring in ton. They bring in tons of coaches. They talk. You know, Put they, them in an oven. This is until they until they hatch <laughs> to come out fork tender. Yeah, they they would you know basically they would you know, um, this is where they found a lot of good young coaches and developed a lot of good relationships. So that they have some contacts there, they've kind of nurtured Smart and they have a good relationship with him, obviously. But would he come here? Uh, would you come here if you had a chance to go to like UCLA or something like that? I mean, it's the same question you'd ask a recruit, and you just don't see it where with the pro where where the program is at right now. Well, so that was a, my. Instead of him, we'll get anyway. like Brad Stevens or Mark Few. I figure those would be the other two guys we'll get. So. Brad Stevens, Mark Few. There yeah. you go. <laughs> well, that's um, it's not. It's not what it was twenty years ago. You can have a winning program in the middle of nowhere, 
and I mean, you got I mean Butler, and you got Gonzaga, and right. you got VCU. I mean, you can. What what more do they need? I mean, they're on ESPN, you know, twice a week. I mean, everyone knows who they are. Mm-hmm. No one knows where they are in the map, but they are on TV twice a week. Right. And they're in the tournament. And they're in the Sweet Sixteen every year. So, right. you know, it's, it's a different world. Well, you, there's other questions about the way this all ends too. I mean, if 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 we don't even know what Tubby Smith is thinking, is he does he want to put up with more of this? Would he walk away from it at the end of the year in some some terms? Would he reach some kind of a mutual agreement? We we don't know what what he's thinking right now too because he has seemed. Even though he seemed a little more energized going into the NCAA tournament, he has seemed very down at times this year and very perplexed with what, you know, his ability or inability to get through to some of these players, uh, and and vice versa, the players, you know, being frustrated with how you know how this whole season has gone. Well, you bring up this incubator at BC, yeah. the coaching incubator, and that's mm-hmm. kind of where I was leading leading mm-hmm. this question was, uh, do you think that uh, Smart and Ellis have a guy in mind I, I agree with you i think tegan, that tegan is Ellis, a, you uh, yeah he's got to have somebody in they mind do. some assistant coach somewhere sure. somewhere and he's just kind of sitting there saying okay if tubby gets to the sweet 16 fine is there another year if he doesn't right. we're going to bring in this it's got to be kind of already Teague doesn't get where he is without already having this already worked out we just don't know what it i don't think it's already kind of the way i don't i saying? don't think it's already done yet i get the i get the sense that that that's not really how it, that you wouldn't have a guy named or you know ready to come because coaches coaches gossip coaches talk no, he wouldn't tell that guy but he'd have he's, he's got a, a handful he's got a list he's got a, he's definitely got a list of guys that he likes that's i think every good ad should have that he's got relationships um you know there's some interesting candidates out there beyond the ones we already hear i think anthony grant at alabama would be an interesting choice um if he would come here that wouldn't necessarily be a is that bud's kid uh, yeah, it's Bud's kid, okay. one of Bud's cool. kids, another another Grant. <laughs> wow. um, That's you know, they well, they can keep away from, the, from St. John's. And we're good. Alabama to Wall Center. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Alabama to Minnesota is a step down at any in any no. step of the in no, any sense of the word. Anthony Grant was a good head coach of VCU. He recruited a lot of the players that went to that. Or he, you know, he was the head coach there uh, before Shaka Smart. Um, he was a lead assistant at Florida uh, when they were winning their national championship. So he he's an interesting name to to maybe think about too as if and when they, they make a decision on Tubby Smith. Excellent. Speaking of other things that are depressing, <laughs> we're now on to the segment that we're calling the Target Field Bleacher Suicide Watch regarding the Twins, and I actually have something I want to rant about a little bit. Do it. And that is a discussion that I heard on the famed Gleeman and the Geek podcast. Aaron Gleeman and John Bonas do they have a, a podcast. They do a podcast every week, GleemanandTheGeek.com, and... <laughs> Bet they didn't get a dollar this week. No, they I bet they did not get a dollar. No, they have sponsorships for like fifty dollars. They're really? an actual podcast. What? Holy shit! I know. I like, didn't get that. They have like taco Just level eat. sponsorships. They are Bonus the... is like girlish cackle. I think that's what does it. They are in the podcast penthouse, and we just, are in the basement. Just keep laughing, Bonus. Just keep laughing. It's adorable. Anyway, I love that podcast. Yeah, I listen is, to that it, podcast it every is, week. It is, it is it's a great. It's the best Twins podcast. After listening to this one, listen to that one. Yeah, absolutely. But this week on their episode, they had probably a. 20-25 minute discussion of how leaving Aaron Hicks in the minors until June 1st or something like that was a smart play because time. in that way he won't be eligible for arbitration till whatever that would be 2017 and, an, an and 2016 season, I he, a full extra season if they start him in the if they start him in the big leagues and he's here for the next three years and he's arbitration eligible 
probably right away mm-hmm. in three years rather than in mm-hmm. four years, basically. And this, it, both in terms of a I want to watch the Twins standpoint and even from a Twins financial standpoint, it's absolute nonsense to me. Aaron Hicks, we're all excited about Aaron Hicks. We've established that before. <clears throat> but he is a guy who's never played above double A. Mm-hmm. He has never played in the major leagues, obviously. Right. And they're, we're already making plans about what if he is so good, right. so good, <laughs> yeah. that this we is going to be it. a financial problem for the Twins in 2017. Right. Right. How can we possibly have that discussion already? We, we can't. Yeah, that, that is that is troubling, to say the least, that we're, we're so in, excited about a prospect first that we have to have this conversation about what might happen in four years, but also... You know, to suggest that that's a smart move. I, you know, if a guy's ready to play, he plays. Exactly. And you, the you other worry thing about is, it later. And yeah, go ahead. The the flip side is Aaron Hicks is the only reason to watch the Twins opening day. Yeah. We know about everybody else. We know the pitching is going to be absolutely awful. I mean, people are getting excited about Samuel Deduno right now because he pitched yes. seven good innings for the Dominican Republic. Yep. In the World Baseball Classic, and he only walked eleven guys or whatever. <laughs> He's effectively wild, John. He's not. He is neither. Well, he is effective mm-hmm. if, as long as he's not walking people, which is never. Yeah. So the pitching is going to be terrible. The rest of the lineup is basically the same. You've got a few guys who can hit, and then you've got your Brian Dozers and Pedro Florimans who and can't. You're just hoping. You're just hoping. But Aaron Hicks is the only reason to get a ticket and get out to the park yep. and to not commit suicide in the target field bleachers. <laughs> and instead, we're talking about leaving him in the minors. Right. Just because. For two months, though, it, it's going to be fucking eighteen degrees those two months, anyways. So, you, they're not going to be good until what, 2015, 2016? They may not be good in 2015, 2016. So, Aaron Hicks might not you, be good ever. We don't know have that. You not paid attention to how the Twins operate when somebody starts getting expensive. You've been a Twins fan. You yeah, know, but enough to know what happens, so it does matter how long he's under team control. He's going to be under team control for six seasons, no matter what. We're just we're just talking about whether he's arbitration eligible or not, right? And exactly. they can still, you know, one thing they can still do too is if he does prove to be very good, very young, they can essentially buy out of some of his early years of free agency by giving him a slightly above market level contact contract for you know the preceding years, which it's, is exactly what they did with Denard Span, and that turned out to be a great deal. They ended up with yes, a. Very nice contract because we signed him early. It was good for him because it was financial security. It was good for the Twins because it was a modest contract for a pretty good player. And it made him valuable in a trade, which, you know, has now given them a prospect. So I, the other, another thing to think about is they've got Byron Buxton in the minors, too, who's five years younger than Hicks, who also is a center fielder, who at some point, if everything goes well, which it may well. not, but if everything goes well, we're going to be having the discussion about, well, what do we do with Aaron Hicks? Do we move one of them to right field? What do we do here? Can we already start talking about how Aaron Hicks is going to mentor Byron Buxton I think and, we and probably carry on should. the proud the tradition torch, of center fielders mentoring, you know, Kirby. From Kirby to Torrey. Kirby to Torrey to, to Joe Rich Becker. Becker to <laughs> Rich Becker got lost <laughs> in the somewhere shuffle somewhere in there. In there. Yep. Uh, the mentorship really Alex, broke down in the yeah, Rich Becker Alex years. Cole got a little Alex trapped Cole. in his goggles. <laughs> John, the, the only reason I disagree with your I, – I hear everywhere you're coming from. The only reason I disagree is because with the Minnesota Twins – payroll matters and every dime matters so you have to think about things like this but we're talking you about three million dollars on the 2016 I, payroll or something like they that they worry about three million dollars they've 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 come so up terry ryan case. has said on the record that his that service time will not be a factor in this decision 
Well, it well, says a lot. But do you believe him? It's, yeah, you yeah. believe Terry Ryan. I, mean, Terry, I, I, don't, I don't know if Terry true. Ryan knows how to lie. He, I mean, he's, he was he, born in Janesville, Wisconsin. <laughs> he's a spy. <laughs> yep, spy. Another spy. Just throwing it out there. All right, you know, it's, it's, fair, it's a fair question. Yeah. I, I think we should, if there are spies from Wisconsin infiltrating all our teams, who is spying for Minnesota? We saw Keith Ballard doing it on Monday I night. think Gilbert Brown is the last one. So yeah. He went from the Vikings to the Packers. And, we got, uh, we got a lot of really shitty double. We got a lot of spies uh, for the Seahawks lately. That's, That's true. true. Yeah. Every good Nate Burleson really ruined a lot Burleson of stuff when he was went the, that way. Burleson was the start, and then you know Sid Sidney, Rice. Rice, Sidney Rice and Hal Harvin. I mean, I don't know if Harvin's going to bring back a lot of good information or not. Probably just. Well, marijuana is legal in Washington now, so everyone had that all thought. Bets are up. Everyone thought that right away. Yeah. It's just you know, all the players are going to want to go to Colorado and Washington. <laughs> Those rosters. I want to go to Colorado and Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, or the government. Speaking of spies, we were following the wild score earlier. They were beating Detroit three to one. It's I don't four know. To one now. It's four to one now. Wow. Obviously, this doesn't mean anything to you, the listener, because no. you're not listening to this tonight. No. But it's looking like they're going to beat Detroit tonight on the road. They beat they Vancouver killing. in Vancouver for the first time since 1933 or whatever. Yeah. Are the Wild for real? I think they are. I I didn't. I'll, I will. You know, I wrote about it the other day, and you called me the kiss of death. Well, you've jinxed the wolves. <laughs> I have jinxed a lot of years. In a I row have now. jinxed a lot of teams. You know, smoke detectors, not uh, notwithstanding. <laughs> I think you um, said in the paper this morning that they will make the playoffs. They will make. You, I said that in the blog too. Yeah, you they guarantee. Will, I think they will make the playoffs. I really think. I think. I didn't watch this team much over the last few years because they were not worth watching. I didn't think they were very entertaining. I just. Well, the Wild as, has never ever as been mu- very entertaining. They are now. This is well. When they team. win, I've always no, found them entertaining. Not, I found them entertaining in the Jack Lemire years when they, they won one. They could be entertaining. As as that was a crazy win. person if you found that entertaining. Winning, is, winning is, is entertaining. Winning is still entertaining, but you know what? The brand of hockey they're playing right now is actually interesting to watch. It's actually fun to watch, and I enjoy that. I think they're finally, you know, the system or whatever. You know, they're actually figured out what what they're supposed to do. They actually have some depth on the lines, and this looks like a team that is legitimately one of the better teams in their conference. Just when you watch them play, they're not just winning. They're they're dominating portions of games which you didn't ever see from them and that that's a that's a breath of fresh air and i don't and i don't think we should be upset about proclaiming that they're a good team either i i, I think we spend a lot of time here in minnesota worrying about getting too excited about teams because our, our souls do. have been crushed i'm tired of that i'm not i'm not going to do that anymore i'm not going to worry about jinxing something because i'm enjoying it Let, let's just enjoy it let's see how good they can be let's say they're good because they are good orgasms <laughs> <laughs> i think uh I just jinxed that. Good, too. Yeah. Sorry. What do you think is the main reason they've been playing better? Uh, well, I mean, I mean, is there one guy who's really ste- – I, I, I honestly don't see the change. I think Zucker helped, and I think, you know, I think Coyle on that first line. I think I think the lines are just clicking a little bit better. They make more sense now. And with this lockout shortened season, they had so many new parts, both young and old, that I think it just literally took them a while to figure things out and to click and play together. They had no training camp. They looked brutal for the first 20 games, and now they look pretty good. The guy I've really been impressed with, and this is going to sound a little strange, but the guy I've been impressed with is Kyle Brodziak. He really been has been playing a lot he better. Well last year. What did, why are you surprised this Because at the start of this year, it looked like he was never going to get the puck to the net ever again. Yeah, he had a nice goal tonight. I don't know if he just wasn't skating in the offseason or he didn't have anyone to skate with or what, but he just looked well, terrible. I feel bad for the There's better players on the team. That's, he got, you know, he's never been a top-line player, so the – now that they've added top line players, he gets to play with better players. I think is that's true. Cullen looks good. Setaguchi's been scoring. I mean, I think 
their lines make more sense now than they did at the start of the year. I think that's I think that's true. Um, you know, I just I like the way their lines are configured. I think they can actually roll four deep more or less. Uh, I mean, you don't put that fourth line out there a whole lot, but you're not embarrassed when you do. Backstrom's oh, been playing well. Sense. I mean, the 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 worry is Backstrom starts to wear down a little bit because you don't really have that that backup now. But it's a short season. I mean, the only even though he has to play, you know, some back to backs, he's not playing 82 games in a season. He's going to have to play this 40 games. This is the games. year to have it. Yeah. This is the year to have it. This is the year to ride one goalie, and he's he's doing fine so far. So I think they're a playoff team. I absolutely do, and I think they are good enough to win at least one series. I think it's like the third week in a row now that Judd Zolget hasn't suggested a line change. <laughs> he was big on line <laughs> he changes. Loved those line changes. He loves line changes. They they must have listened to him at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, we talked about it last week, and Johnny asked about what's what's changed. I, I I do give Heatley a lot of shit, but I his minutes are going down. He's not on the top line, right? Um, and I do think that that has made a difference. You've seen it in Setaguchi. Yeah. Um, I think Parisi holds players more accountable. Yeah. He doesn't even have to say a word about it. Right. It's I hate the locker room. So he's better in the locker room. Yeah. That's that's I think a lot of nonsense. Yeah. You but watch it, you I'm watch talking, him play though. I mean, just watch him play. Watch him. That's just, exactly right. Yeah. What happens on the ice? And Parisi is just simply more accountable. He simply plays harder, moves his feet more than Heatley does on the ice. And I'm just seeing that more from Setaguchi. He's trusting his shot more, trusting his feet more, um, playing a little bit more like Parisi did and less like Heatley did. Yeah. And we're seeing the results. And more, it's not just Setaguchi, you're seeing the numbers from, from Setaguchi, but all, everybody is slowly doing that. That's yeah. what I'm seeing on the ice. You know who else I'm uh, slowly developing a sports crush on is uh, Brodeen. I think oh, everyone. God, that, guy, oh. that guy is so good. He's, I can't believe he's 19 years old. That guy is you so You forget he's not 37. That guy is so good. He's like he's like Keith Carney in his later yeah. years. I mean, just it's, every it's, play is right. It's unbelievable. Every play is right, and he's got a sh- he can shoot the puck, too. I mean, did you see that shot that he had the other night, that yeah. power play goal? I mean, my God, that was awesome. I mean, he's he's, he's just, in an ideal situation. He's playing with one of the best defensemen in the in the world. Yeah. So Wait, did you just call Ryan Suter one of the best defensemen in the world? Yeah. Oh, I, wow. No, I don't want he's, to talk about it a lot. He is a spy. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, like the seventh grade where you're just pulling the girls' pil- pigtails every day, and then you turn around and ask you to dance at the dance. Yeah. <laughs> Classic There's Clarence. no way around. I mean, he really is. Yeah, he's but, really uh, good. No, if you're going to have a 19-year-old in the NHL, you pair him with the best player in the world, that's great. He can make a mistake. He doesn't have to worry about making a mistake because right. there's someone there to pick him up. Yeah. It's he's, just perfect. So. He made, they highlighted a play he made the other night. It was, uh, I think it was the Vancouver game. where he That was the game he scored in, right? That was the power play goal. And then there was a play where he got beat, but then he flew back down the ice and got a stick on a puck that would have been a, a really dangerous shot from the slot. You know, he got beat, but he, he – busted his butt back into the zone and got, you know, made that play. And that was like, you know, that, that, that told me almost as much as, as the goal did. It's like, this guy, this guy's just, he gets it at, at such a young age yeah. that you have to come back and make that play. You have to be accountable for that play. So I, I think a lot of their young players are exciting. I don't know if Granlund probably needs a little bit more time. He, he didn't work the first time around. Um, are we worried about Granlund? I'm not worried yet. He's still young. I mean, he's you know sometimes it takes those guys two or three times up to to figure it out. I think you know you look at Brodeen. Obviously, he's produced. Zucker has given them a lot. I think. You know, I mean, Zucker and Coyle. Zucker in, and Coyle. I mean, in, in a way, I they both have Coyle. one so specific skill in that Coyle's huge and yeah. can get to the net, and, and Zucker's, Zucker's incredibly fast. fast. He's really fast. Granlund he, doesn't have either one of those. No, he's he's more of a he's kind of like. Parisi and he needs to develop that grit still where he doesn't you know he thinks he fancies himself a little bit of a a dipsy do playmaker right now well, he needs to European. be more he's European he right? he's the most European person you've ever seen on the ice right he floats a little bit he's he's got to figure out you know what it takes to play at this level but he's definitely got skill 
So, you know, you give him a little more time. I, I don't think we, we're we not going to call him a bust yet. <laughs> well, <laughs> my one minor hockey interjection, uh, yeah. Charlie Coyle is a great fucking hockey name. That's like, a that great is, name. He could play for the Charlestown Chiefs. I he mean, could. that is a great <laughs> is. hockey name. And how yeah. good is he on that line? I mean, that's a, it's a perfect compliment to the Koivu and uh, Koivu and uh, Parisi line. And then, you know, the second line makes sense. Now the third line makes sense. It, it, all, it all makes a lot more sense than it did two months ago. It's all just coming together. Kind of is. I mean, it's it's weird. It's weird to say because I thought this team was was really just. I didn't know if they had it. I thought you know, did they make mistakes? Did the young guys have it? And then you know, over the last twelve games, they just played really well. It's been fun hockey to watch. It's got me a lot more interested. There, you know, for the last few years, as bad as the Wolves have been, that's been more appointment viewing for me than the Wild have been, and that's kind of changing this year. I like to watch the Wild more than the Wolves right now. I like to hear that. Yeah, and it's. They've got the good mix of what makes sports exciting. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. They've got the extreme, they got high talent players. They've got the young guys that you enjoy watching and grow. Um, they're winning. They've got pretty much everything that you enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of hockey, who's your final five pick? We know that I'm picking the Gophers and Clarence is picking the Gophers and Stu is picking St. Cloud just because that's what he's going to do. Yes. Yeah. So who's your pick? Who's my you're pick? The, you're you the tiebreaker here. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. I mean, I'd love to see Gophers North Dakota in the semifinals. That would that'd be awesome. In North Dakota State. Because you're a North Dakota sleeper agent. Yes. Um, yeah, just who's could, North Dakota play? Uh, CC in okay. the quarters. Yeah, I guess, I guess they, call it, they call it the quarters but still. I don't know, I don't know what they call it, it but. So. Whatever they call it, that's what they're in. They got to beat Colorado College and what Mankato and Wisconsin's the other game. More spies from mm-hmm. everywhere. Um, <laughs> Nobody wants to see that game. You know, I mean, it, it's it's sick. North Dakota's won the last three. I think yeah. they won the last three, so that's that's kind of gross. I don't think they win this year. I, d- I don't know if they have the Hackstall magic uh, wears off. You know, I think St. Cloud might win this one. I think they 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 like really. It. I really do. I oh, think you have my interest. I think they I think they just might be, you know, top to bottom. They might be the best team in this league and I think they kind of proved that over the the course of the, the course of the the season. Oh, LeBlanc just dove. Oh, he just got a <laughs> fuck, he just dove. For like 2 minutes. <laughs> Sorry. That's Sorry. okay. Keep going. Uh, that's okay. Keep rooting for Duke. 
Is so Drew Canadian. LeBlanc actually Cana- French-Canadian, or does he just have a French-Canadian name? He just has a French-Canadian name. I don't even think you can hate St. Cloud State, can you? Oh, I mean, watch, sure. watch them I try. Can. Yeah, no, I mean, Our opinion doesn't yeah. count because the Gophers are the Duke of college they've, hockey. They've, been such, to a, do, they've so. been such a minor threat over the years. I mean, That's very true. That's not entirely yeah. true. When I was in college, they were, they were winning the league and stuff. Yeah, Mark they Hardigan? Were, they, were never doing anything the, they were never doing anything when it mattered. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's, 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 it's just, a rebuttal. It is what it no, is. <laughs> it is what it is. They won one NCAA playoff game so ever. It's, it's, yeah. Ever. So I mean, it's it's hard. To I was sad about the end of that, that streak when they finally won when an NCAA won tournament. That, that is cute. that is when Go Huskies we really kind yeah. of took off. That was right. Was a and now it's like an official St. Cloud State. Thing. It is on all of the signage in downtown St. Cloud. Is it really? Yeah. Like there's a marketing. <laughs> they they really? put up a, a new. Seriously. I love it. They put up like this new like uh, there's like a Chipotle and a Brothers Pub. And oh, that sounds nice. <laughs> it's very nice, classy. Uh-huh. Uh, and there's like they a big everything. Oh, there's like I a hope it's not close to the river. It, it is very close to the river. Oh, How man. dare you? Oh, jeez. There's, there's an electronic marquee, and uh, they'll like do scrolling messages and stuff. And whenever like the Holy Huskies shit. are playing that weekend, under the uh, the uh, opponent's name yeah. and what the time is. Hashtag Go Huskies Woo. How many O's are on that hashtag? Five O's. Five O's. You, is that, was that how you used to that do is, it? That is exactly that how is the, it is. That is the preferred <laughs> hashtag? Yes. Started in the Ramball comments, went to Twitter, it. and kind of blew up from there. And now it's on, it's on all of the official You signage. get a cut of that, right? You I get, should uh, have really copyrighted it. Go Huskies Woo. Who knew? I, I, I don't think it's necessarily true, but I I have heard there might be bumper stickers out there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I really, love it. I mean, good, I'm going to just <laughs> kill myself for not copying that. I love it. I will know that you've officially made it when they put it on that sign of that, uh, what's that adult bookstore? That's the, the National Pure, Hockey uh, Center. Pure pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> They're both pole barns, so yeah. that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's yeah. when they have that there, that's yeah. that means you've made it, so. You know, yeah, yeah. in more than one, one way. Mike shaves it into her deal. Then really <laughs> Too soon, Clarence. Mike <laughs> has a full-page picture in the paper every day, and that is still the best claim that to is, fame that, is that I best, know of anyone. That is the best thing that's ever Stu, happened. bravo to yeah. you. I, I How many times did you have to put it in the comments before it really took off? Because it was, it was kind um, of a... It took, it took a while. I started doing it, like, I think it was that playoff run, or when they finally broke through, and I was doing what just, run, what just to aggravate what John Martha, just to make him mad. And that's you know I was like doing it. That's like a take on the uh, state school drugs. Would that, it, that, would that have been one of the years the Gophers didn't make it to the tourney? Probably too, because they had that stretch yeah. in there where they there was, yeah. When, when Luch was those on were the bad hot years. Seat. Yeah, the bad years, the fallow years. It's like the potato famine. You know, people yeah. very much like exactly that. like yeah. the yeah. potato famine. Where are the, that, that's where I was going. Where the are the potatoes? Stories. Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Thanks, champagne. <laughs> Completely out of context. Yeah, anyway, John, what's next? <laughs> um, uh, one thing I wanted to bring up uh, this weekend, for the first time in my life, I'm doing, I'm playing a fantasy sport that, other than football. That could have gone a lot of different ways. That could have. <laughs> for the first time in my life, this weekend, for the first time in my life, I'm. Speaking of I always thought these dot, stories dot. were made up, but recently yeah. I had a. I'm sorry, keep going. <laughs> it was one time at band camp. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I believe, a penthouse letters joke. Yes, from it was. Yep. All right. We just That's want to call cool. these things out. All right. Very nice. Uh, you're, you're playing a fantasy baseball, I'm yeah. assuming? What is your What is your experience with fantasy sports other than football? Not and f- what is your not, favorite? Not very much. Uh, I try, tried to play fantasy baseball. I actually fielded a phone call in the middle of the day today from my 13-year-old brother asking me for fantasy baseball advice. What advice did What'd you give him? Uh, well, he, was, he, uh, he had obviously never played before, so he just was like, 
he didn't even really know what he was getting into. He was like stockpiling a list of good players. And I was like, well, yeah, but you're probably only going to get one or two of those guys. You got to think about, you know, go print out. I just I sent him a link, you know, go print out this list of 300 of the top players and kind of see which ones you think are better, move them up or so down. So he's the Mike Tice of fantasy baseball. He's a little bit. He's 13, though, you know, come on. I mean, he's yeah. give, him, give him a break. Yeah. He's never, never played before with yeah. uh, I think it's like his school friends. They're doing a league, so, you know. That's cool. Yeah, and he was sick, home homesick from school, so he called me, and so I, I tried to give him a little bit of advice. But by I, the way, the story is adorable. It is really adorable, it isn't is. it? It's really adorable. <laughs> it's, it's super weird that I have a thirteen-year-old brother too. Yes, but, it is. But that's okay because you're ninety-three. Because I'm old. ninety-three years old, like Sid. Uh, no, I'm thirty-six, but there's still a significant gap. <laughs> yes. um, anyway, uh, fantasy baseball. I don't have the patience for it, or the I don't have the. If there's too many games, I don't like something where I have to worry about my lineup every day. I want football where I can worry about it every week. Most of my fantasy experience, aside from football, is pretty much one failed experience in fantasy baseball, and that's about it. Yep. Clarence, have is you ever done fantasy hockey or anything? Or NASCAR? Never. I've only I've been in the same. I've been playing fantasy football with at least one, two of us guys in the same league since like '82, and that's the only <laughs> wow. fantasy league I've ever been in. That's really a long time. Yeah, that's a really well, Mark, long time. Mark Duper. Uh, Mark Duper, you know Mark Duper? He was yeah, the Marks brothers. One of He's the earliest draft picks. Was that's Duper awesome. And and uh, Marino led me to my first championship. Um, yeah, and we had to do it all, you know, by hand, the paper the next morning yep. because yeah. you didn't know. Write it down. Um, anyways, that's the only time I've ever played. So how does fantasy baseball work? Is that well? I'm a little unclear on the whole thing. My brother is in a league that involves a draft that takes nine hours and. You sign guys to contracts after the draft, and you have to decide how long you're on your team. I would for. rather have shattered glass up my urethra, <laughs> and, and, that's, and, and, that's the, and that's the angry Marth. Exactly. Yeah. And there, there's a part of the draft where they sing "The Gambler" by Kenny Rogers oh, for reasons that are still unclear yeah. to me. This, I think, is a little less involved in that, but I think sure. it is still a keeper league, and I've never yeah. been in a keeper league in any sport either. So I think in some leagues keeper you leagues you pick a lineup for an entire week, maybe. So that I would, think that, that's the way this that I might yeah. like better. Uh, so you don't have to, you know, you can just kind of. Forget about it. But it's just, I mean, can you imagine fantasy sports for 162 games? I mean, that just seems like too much to me. Football is kind of nice. You can kind of take it, leave it, forget about it, mm-hmm. come back to it on Thursday, and yeah. kind of go from there. And, you know, I don't, I'm not even the kind of fantasy football player where I obsess about it. I don't make a lot of in season roster moves. I just kind of hope I win. But I did, I should say, I played uh, like fantasy hockey. Like, 20 years ago, we had, like, the when I was in, this would have been, like, high school. It was, like, a group of, like, five of us put in. Grand Fork Central? Yeah, uh, it would have been Central, yeah. Uh, we, we, it was, like, a like five or six of us with, like, one of the guy's dads. We did this little pool for a little bit of money uh, where it was, like, we picked for the playoffs. We picked, you know, a certain number of players, and whoever wound up with the most points at the end of the year won. So it was somebody's dad trying to fleece a bunch of 50 Right, girls. and I ended up winning because <laughs> for some dumb reason I picked, you know, because – Part of it is the best players, but part of it is which team is going to make you know make it the furthest. Yeah. And like I had like a ton of good Penguins players on my team, and they were like the sixth seed, and they ended up going all the way to the cup. So like it just was dumb luck. Like Kevin Stevens had like a, a million points that year, and I remember he like basically I basically rode him to a huge like twenty dollar payday, you know, which was a lot of money back that in was a big deal. Adjusted for inflation, yeah. it's twenty five dollars. Yeah. North Dakota, you can North Dakota. <laughs> that was back in the old days. Yeah, that was back now in the you can't buy days. anything in North Dakota. Yeah. No, I couldn't even, couldn't even buy a. Yeah, no, 
Willis. Nah, you were going to go with in the Willis, horse fucking joke. In Williston, I don't know what you could buy. <laughs> what could you buy in Williston for $25 right everything. now? Everything. Everything and nothing. Except for an apartment. Everything and nothing. Everything <laughs> yeah. and nothing is for sale for a $25. Yeah. <laughs> a baby, but not an apartment. Mm-hmm. How long before professional sports teams start threatening to move to Williston or Minot? Once, once uh, the, uh, Los Angeles has a team, they're probably next. They're yeah. probably next on the list. Yep. Is L.A. falling apart pretty much? Yeah. Or is that... uh, didn't the uh, guy who was in charge of – Liwiki? Liwiki. Yeah, he got, like, canned from, yeah. like, AIG yeah. or whatever the hell it is. So. Yeah. <laughs> AEG. 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 AIG is yeah, the exactly. insurance company. Right. Well, the country. There's no difference. Yes. They, still, they, all have, they have all the money. They do, but, yeah. That's just all of them have all the money. It's the they, same they thing. They were never going to move, but I was right, so – should have put, we put it in uh, Dakota put, County. Should have copyrighted that. Goodhue. Good Goodhue good County. Good More yeah. land. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, are you in Goodhue County? Yeah. You I, you always say Dakota, and I never correct you. I should. Yeah. Well, I've been saying I mean, Dakota County for weeks now. That's what, that's what Rosemount is in Dakota, but near. Well, you're gonna have to edit that out, John. Actually, oh, wait a I didn't know that. Yeah. All right, so. Damn, just man. do bleeps or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll right. think you're being particularly foul at that point. <laughs> 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 it's like, well, we didn't bleep out those f bombs, but we. Well, the problem is, Brandon is our uh, for the people listening. Brandon is like our recording uh, uh, guru, guru, and uh, he's not here, obviously. And John's gonna use like you know masking tape and his fists to edit out the, <laughs> yeah. the stuff. edit out all the swears. <laughs> Just play a song over it or something. Yeah. You can do that. Every time. I'm gonna pop some tags. Only got twenty dollars. That's a that's our second of instance of Stu singing Macklemore on the podcast. I'm really sorry about wow. that. So that's, I want to go back to be better because I've still had, yeah. I've had the Harlem Shake in my head for like two oh weeks since we did that video. I'll think nice, of some nice. How come Goldie never punched Ken Cha in the face? I was waiting for <laughs> it to happen. That was Ken Cha. That was Ken Cha. Ken Cha was wearing a Wisconsin hockey jersey and a Badger head, and I was just waiting. He's a Wisconsin guy. Wow. He's a Wisconsin guy. Another spy. Yeah, tell yeah, Amelia liked her boots in the video too. They were good boots. Good boots. I'm, well, she, I'll just have her listen to this at around the 47 minute mark. Okay. <laughs> nice boots, Amelia. <laughs> tell, tell her. Yourself. Sorry that Brandon was media a couple weeks ago. So. <laughs> I want to go back like to it. this though. So I've been saying Dakota County all these weeks, and you've been in Goodhue County. Why didn't you say anything? I don't know. It well, does it's the same matter. reason it's I, I live it in seems like it's an County, insult. and you say I'm in Stearns County, but I live across the Nobody river lives in the county. I think they live. I in. live in Hennepin County. I live in Ramsey County. We all live in different counties. <laughs> this isn't Ramsey County. Is it? Well, I give up. I'm not allowed yeah. in Ramsey County. Yeah, <laughs> I thought we were doing well. I thought we had a Stearns County cor- correspondent and a Dakota County correspondent, we're, and nobody lives there. We're not within 250 feet of the school, are we? <laughs> I get my license uh, renewed know. in Stearns County, so I yeah. suppose technically, you know, yeah. you're probably okay with that. Stu's not supposed to go within 250 feet of a school, and I can't, and I can't go to Rosedale Center, so that's why I can't be in Ramsey County. Oh. So. Everything I thought I knew was a lie. The incident that this podcast is a lie. <laughs> Shut <laughs> off this podcast. I thought you could everyone. use that coupon, but you yeah, couldn't. Really. <laughs> and I suppose I have to wear pants to the mall. One potato, yeah. don't. <laughs> oh, those are jokes. So what we're saying is nobody knows anything about fantasy sports other than I'm football. sorry, I really or, don't know much about baseball. Yeah, I, I don't know much about fantasy baseball. Outside of football, I hardly do anything like that. You know, it's just, I don't. Fantasy games? No fantasy. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> technically then, yes, but. Stu, did you do Dungeons and Dragons when you were? I did not. Like, I never got kinda... into the role-playing games. I'm mm. 
You would think I, I am a prime candidate, and I never <laughs> did. I mean, I know me, and I would have absolutely dug that shit. But I lived in Hector, Minnesota, so I mean, oh. yeah, we didn't have role playing that? games in small towns. No. Yeah, I mean, it's and there was know, no internet then, really. There was no, no, there wasn't any internet. Not even so, not even like dialogue. we had like you know week old Star Tribunes that we would pass around like scripture. <laughs> yeah. was, we had nothing, <laughs> there was nothing out there. Those are the days. Yes, reading Dan Barrero's column, getting angry, <laughs> getting angry, reading Dan Barrero's. He's not from too. here. He doesn't he get can't us. Say those things. He doesn't get us. Doctor Dan's mailbag. Mm-hmm. Doctor Dan's mailbag. Those were the days. Doctor Dan. Yes. Standing around reading the paper over my dad's shoulder. Wow. He was getting mad at us. Those were the days. Yes. Good times right there. Anybody want to talk wolves? <laughs> is there any uh, anything good or bad right we can say about the wolves right now? Derek Williams is still looking a little better. Is Derek Williams looking a little better? Is he just shooting more? I think yeah. Rubio's helping him, I think. I think Clarence just checked out for a little while. Yeah, he's, he's done. He's, he's, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, there's really not much to say. Yeah, I there's mean, still... You know, Budinger from, might be back tomorrow. From where they went at the start of the year, buzz-wise, yeah. to where they are now, it's just it's off, It's off. just it's falling just, off yeah. the charts. What it's, are you going to do? <clears throat> and none Maybe. of you guys are ping pong ball chasers, are you? I, I am. I'm not. I think that's great. I'm you guys not. You guys hate that. I don't like it. I, I, it's 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 the karma thing. Mm-hmm. It's just like if you chase it, you're going to wind up more often than not. It's just not going to work. So you won't jinx the wild by cheering. For, no, it's not jinxing. They're good, but you will jinx the wolves by not chasing. I don't think that's jinxing. I think well, that's karma. It's a much different thing. Also, this year, <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> All right. the problem this year is oh. that if they get the number one pick, the number one pick is Nerlens Noel, and he blew his knee out. So I mean, that's, I still don't believe that's the name of a guy. They, that's <laughs> that's <laughs> not a person. Not a, he, he that's not kid, a man's name. He also had the kid and play haircut. He, was, he did, but he was really good. So, yeah. so this will be the year they get the number one pick when there's no real consensus, no real consensus number one pick. pick. Yeah, it would be great. It would be fine if they got just a top ten pick and could get a yeah. shooting guard. It would be, be really neat if that team had oh, a shooting guard. Oh, like Wayne Ellington. Oh, it would be really neat if that team had a shooting guard. Corey Bur- no. Uh, Johnny Bl- no. Uh, Martel Webster. Ooh. We have to give this one dollar to Dan Cole now for you doing this bit. <laughs> <laughs> bit. Yeah. That's, Dan, that's a Dan Cole bit? Yeah, that's a Dan Cole bit. I give up. Yeah. You just... This podcast is never going. You on just imitated him without knowing it. <laughs> oh yeah. my goodness! And I'll, just somebody like you know That's the worst Ben Macklemore. Just so, just get a shooting guard. Huh? I'm gonna pop some. <laughs> I, set, I really set you up there. Yes, thank you. Uh, how long has it been since this team had a shooting guard? And is Christ. that not the Who easiest knows? thing you should be able to get in the NBA? Does Doug West count? No, no, he doesn't. <laughs> how about Chuck Person? N- Maybe yeah. the rifleman. The rifleman. Chuck. All Person. right, Chuck Person. Would the rifleman be allowed to stand as a nickname these days? I don't know. They got rid of the Washington Bullets. They did. I don't know. Are I think they really just the shooting guard away from being in the playoffs, or do they need more? They, well, need, they, they, can't, they can't lose their best player to injury for the whole season. Yeah, health well. is a big deal. I just, so it's just, let's assume they're all healthy. Is shooting guard what they need to get to the Yeah, playoffs? shooting guard yeah. is something they That's need it. for sure. I mean, yeah. Budinger healthy will help because they've, they've been a historically bad three-point shooting team this year. Just you know he him being out and love being out has really hurt that but even with them they're still a bad three point shooting team so, and that's so much of what the modern nba is you got to be able to shoot the ball mm-hmm. from three it's just <laughs> that's it's so just, much of what the entire game of basketball well is. but i from mean distance. just the way it's evolved is you yeah. know if you can shoot you know it's layups and three pointers yeah. yeah. 38% from three is like 54% yeah. from two when they say every team mm-hmm. makes a run in the nba it's because they're it's making three to year two and that's yeah. what you need to do it's maths you know yeah. it's just yeah. you make you make shots you get more points mm-hmm. get cash make money yep Money, Let me ask this. You know, I live, you know, I live down in the gutter, so I like yep. the tawdry details. Yeah. Uh, I see some pictures in the background did, there. It looks nice. <laughs> did, uh, yep, that's the kids. Uh, nice. 
did love really break his hand doing knuckle push-ups. Who knows? Is that just a is that just a joke? And nope. everybody knows he didn't. Kevin Love is so angry right know, now with you. How dare nobody, you? Nobody nobody really believes him just because it seems like such a far fetched explanation. But nobody's been able to prove that it was something else. So it's just gonna be one of those things that goes down in Minnesota sports lore. Yeah. Like you know, did Drew Pearson really push off? We don't know, Clarence. <laughs> Get out of this house. That was just for you. That was just for you. That was just for you. He's throwing his headphones. No, I, with love, we don't really. Nobody really knows. I mean, and I guess the bigger question is: Do we? Why do we really care? He broke his hand. I don't know because that's where I like to live down in that yeah, area. I know. Because there could be an awesome story about there could Kevin be a really love awesome story. punching Rick Rickard in the face or something. Oh, like that'd that. be awesome. That would have been great if it was Rick Rickard again. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Rick Rickard just <laughs> exists like to get a punched. fight Rick over. Rick Rickard just shows up. <laughs> just just to with be his punched. eminently punchable face. <laughs> Your fucking Duluth <laughs> face. If he punched Drew Pearson, yeah. he'd be a hero. You know, Why yeah, didn't he come out? Come here to get punched by our all-star Kevin's, and then you leave. And then you leave. Yes. Yeah. That's all you do. But I I don't know. Kevin McHale punched him, too. I hope Kevin's That'd be cool if he did. Yeah, would be he, cool. like, drafted him, then immediately just socked him. God, this I is think a lot dumb. of people I'm so bad at this job. Only I suck. You know, he only drafted him in the second round so he could punch him. I was so good in the NBA. <laughs> I was funny on that episode of Cheers, but I can't general manage. Yeah. God damn it. That Get over here, Rickard. I'm punching you. Yeah. Punching you so hard. <laughs> the weird thing is he's been reasonably successful as a coach in Houston. As a head coach, he's not bad. That was probably where he belonged, you know, because – he actually knows the game. He knows X's and O's. He yeah. just doesn't like to, you know, the the off season stuff just drives him wild, and that's what he couldn't do as a GM. He just yeah. didn't want Which, to work at if it. If the off season stuff really drives you wild, you, you want to be the not GM, be a GM of a franchise exactly. for many exactly. years. I mean, he did one spectacular thing. He drafted Kevin Garnett, and that yep. basically bought and him a lot of he time. Made, he made the Kevin Love trade. He did. So that's so two yeah. things, but still, yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> There's a lot more O's than you know, and, it, and he did draft Nikola Pekovic. I mean, most of the good players on this team are still his same players. draft. Actually, that Love and Pekovic was the same draft. That was the one that we all watched in the basement in Legends. It was. That's right. Yes. It was. We, we should nachos. do that more often. We, we had nachos. We need to go we there. Had for nachos. nachos for Ricky. Yes. We need to go back there this year. Nachos for Jack. So. We're, we're going back there. We're going back there because it's lucky because I believe yes. in these things. <laughs> I'm, bl- I'm coming full circle, Clarence. Hashtag lucky <laughs> draft. <laughs> I'm back on the luck thing. All right. I like Jesus. it. All right. You're our sports expert. Anything else you want to bring up? Oh, man. It's just been, it's, it's Mention a minor sport. Come on. Fingers <laughs> crossed. Dude, I got the whole backside of this paper ready to go. Oh, John, I'm, I'm kind of curious. Um, you know, as a hockey fan, does, does this women's hockey run do anything for you? Absolutely. It's it's an exciting – number one, they keep beating North Dakota, and that's always exciting. <laughs> that'll, that'll always At every sport. Six times, including I, a real knife twist with the triple overtime. I even like it that they sort of strung them along and gave them hope in the last one, and then they drove the knife in. But – when you look at – people are going to be mad about this comparison, but you look at college sports teams who've been this dominant. You get into UConn women's basketball and UCLA yeah. men's basketball, yeah. Oklahoma football. In some ways, this streak is up there with them. Now, I, I understand that the, competitive, the competitiveness level is different in women's hockey right. where there's, there's, not teams. there's not as many good teams. Right. But still, they've won 47 in a row. They yeah. haven't even tied in that stretch. No, they've 47 won wins. 47 yeah. in a row, which, as we know from the NHL, is pretty much impossible to do in yeah. hockey. Yeah. Even the Blackhawks, when they quote-unquote won 22 in a row, yeah. they had three it's losses. point streak. Yeah. yeah, the point streak is ridiculous, but this yeah. isn't a point streak. No. They, they went six games without giving up a goal in the playoffs. Yeah, they did. And now that I've gotten my hopes up and gotten excited about this, they may lose next weekend in the Frozen Four, but I don't think so. No. 
I think they'll win the title, and it really should go down as one of the great streaks. If let me give you uh, a newspaper man question. Um, a newspaper man question. They, they both they and the Gophers could play. Or they both play on Friday. They could both play on Sunday. If if Minnesota basketball made it to the Sweet 16 and the women's hockey team completed an undefeated season with a national championship, which which is the bigger story and by how much? For me, oh, yeah, the men's basketball by men's big, basketball will be the bigger story. Okay, but it. I don't think it should be. Okay. Why? I, I, you know me. I'd love to read three pages of coverage on the women's hockey team. Sure, that's true. I'd love a special pullout section that you know we can Wait. frame and put on the wall. But <laughs> well, and I'm a, a poster page. Guy, yeah, yeah. And I'm a Gophers fan. Right. But it doesn't do a lot for me. Okay. And, and it's it's not probably for the reasons you think. It's. Uh, it's not from a chauvinistic place. Okay, that's uh, what I thought. I have daughters okay. uh, and that play sports, and I do enjoy actually watching women's sports. Yeah. Um, the really only reason that I, it doesn't do a lot for me is that a, a golfer's non-revenue sport doing well, I don't enjoy because it makes Joel Maturi happy. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, He's not even the AD I anymore. Won't, I won't be a part of that. Let He's it not go, John. Let it go. He's John. on the payroll. <laughs> I won't be a part of it. I won't be a part of any of that. Thank you very much. But until that chapter is fucking one of, closed, I, I'm, I won't be a part I of it. I think my favorite thing about you is your steadfast grudges, the things that you will not let go of, <laughs> just no matter what. I, I, I honestly I honestly really enjoy that about you because you, Dave, you. Dave Haxtall could, could save your family from a burning building and you would still hate him so much I'd, I'd assume he set the fire <laughs> he would just so he could look good <laughs> and by he is saving the kind you. of person who would do that so thank you for saving my family yeah. nice fucking hair so. <laughs> no i'm i'm more than capable of getting excited about any gophers non-revenue okay. sport and I'd something like, like something like this if you can take it at face value and not get angry at joe maturi right i i think luck. it's an exciting story yeah i mean it, it, i think if they were 38 and 2 instead of it would be less would be exciting different. i think that i think the streak is is what's pulling in some even more casual fans than you would normally find because people kind of can something they can wrap their heads around a little bit. Yeah, so. you know, a national championship is good, but they've won three national championships, right? And right. it's not that even, big even of a, last year they won, yeah. but it wasn't here. I mean, here it, and it, the fact that it'd be here would add a little bit of a, an element to it. It was kind of nice that this dominant women's hockey team got to play the entire playoffs, entire at home. playoffs at home, just the way it's set up. Um, but we're just wrestling with that question now. What I mean, it's kind of a long shot that the Gophers would win two games in the NCAA men's basketball tournament it's you know it's just to get past ucla is not crazy um you know it's even you just got to beat ben holland and billy donovan they're not good coaches <laughs> exactly all the people at ucla seem to hate ben holland that's true yeah, he's, he's, on, the he's, he's on, on the hot seat i was hot reading seat. their website hot and they were referring to yes. this team as the ben holland dumpster fire <laughs> yeah they're they're, they're they're equally negative out they're there. down on this team nate silver 61 percent on the gophers buy high sell low wow here comes nate silver um, nate silver Vegas likes vote. Vegas likes at the Gophers point, too. At this point, Nate Silver is just a byword for truth. Just oh, whatever yeah. he says yeah. is like oh, yeah, oh, that, it is. Silver Nate Silver it. says that but, seventy-four yeah. Hugo is a good buy for a twelve dollars. <laughs> All right, I'm <laughs> driving it to New Orleans. <laughs> the, the larger point is we're probably wrestling with questions that won't need answering uh, because the Gophers probably won't win two games. But it just in terms of no. we're struggling with what you know what, what does the Monday sports section look like if yeah. If well, both these things happen. I, I think I think we know that Gopher basketball is, in many ways, the most popular basketball team in town. Yeah. Even more yeah, popular when than the Timberwolves. When they're good. When they're good. But this season has been such a roller coaster that, that that's, I'm, I'm curious to see even what the reaction would be if they won two games. Would people be 
upset because that means they should have played better the rest of the year, or it means if they hate Tubby Smith that he's going to well, be here. Well, just think if they had had eight losses this year instead of 12. Yeah. Just think of, I mean, getting into the Sweet yeah. 16 is like, oh, sweet. Right. Good. Awesome. That's, but this will be us like, well, Jesus Christ, where have you guys been? Where's this been all my life? Exactly. Yeah. And it's just. I think in some ways it gets it gets to the newspaper question of creating the story versus reporting the story. If we're talking about the number of people who want to read mm-hmm. about women's mm-hmm. hockey versus men's basketball, well, yeah. men's that's basketball, yeah, that's it. There are more people interested. The women's right. hockey game will be more historic and more important, right. But the golfers' basketball will be more popular. I think that's true. Even I think both those things are true, and that's that's kind of what we're wrestling with. And maybe you know, maybe the question will be answered for us before that, and maybe we'll do something creative and you know, give them both their. They're they're just uh, they're yeah. Just I mean, play, but the the problem that you guys have, and the good things that you guys have, I guess, is that you have the chance to set how big this story is in right. a lot of ways. We kind of do, and we and we think about these things, and we weigh them, and you know, we don't just throw things out and you know hope for the best. We Bullshit. usually at least try to make <laughs> <laughs> we at least try to make uh, well intentioned decisions. So we'll see we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm legitimately anything could happen with this basketball team. Anything. I would not. I would not, I would not be, bet money. On I would anything. not be surprised by a Final Four run. I wouldn't to be, be so perfectly honest with you. No, wouldn't that? I don't know. Be crazy, but and I'd still be angry crazy. about it. And we would. <laughs> we would. <laughs> we would just be waiting to find out who cheated at that exactly. point. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, How dare you? True. Come oh, on. Who, it's a. Di- it's a different culture these it is, days. It is a different culture these days, right? Here we go. Thanks, John. <laughs> Party line. I am probably the worst journalist ever. <laughs> <laughs> Hook, line, and sink. The most biased person ever. Yeah, you'd be sitting but there. But you're with a really good Daniel IT guy. Writing the report for what Tarver, and you would uh, Tarver. Not, Miles not Tarver. I think we should reminisce about Miles Tarver for a while. You know the thing that about this, go for another half hour. The thing right about there. this Gophers team is most of the players are genuinely pretty good guys. I, I think most people like. I think most people liked this team, and they wanted to like this team even more. Yeah, there is no Ralph Sampson on this team. No, I mean, Rodney Williams is frustrating to watch play because you see him do some ridiculous things, like the block shot he had against Indiana. Ridiculous. I mean, I've never seen uh, I've never seen a physical achievement like that. Crazy. I don't think you're allowed to do that. That is crazy. Cr- that's With ridiculous. the laws of gravity. Yeah. So the fact that there are large periods of a lot of games mm-hmm. where he even acknowledges that he's just something – doesn't click and he kind of checks out that's that's frustrating but there's nobody that is unlikable really on this team and that's that's made the season even more frustrating who is the team that's the theory i had on twitter one day was that uh rodney is the team leader on this and they go as he goes if he decides he's gonna have a big game and play up they kind of follow him he i called him the fuck arbiter because he's the one that decides how many fucks are going to be given <laughs> if, if, if any at all i love that he, a, all the fucks go that. through rodney he is the fuck arbiter uh, is he the team leader, or am I misreading the games? That you know, it kind of does. It, it kind of does seem like they follow his lead um, sometimes in terms of their energy level. I think if you really had to pick who they would want to be their leader, it would be either Mabakwe or Andre Hollins. You know, you, Mabakwe is you know he's been there for twelve years now. Mm-hmm. He's Nashmire. thirty. He's thirty six years old. Uh, he's, I know a couple more years, he's got, and he's going to break Brian Cardinal's a, record. He's got a PhD. Uh, no, he's you know he's twenty four now, I think, and he's you know he's, he's six, older than half the Timberwolves. He's, he's, he's older than Derek Williams. He is old uh, by college basketball standards, but he's not that old. But um, you know, if 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 he, you know, ultimately you'd like him to be your guy because he's got the most experience and leadership. But you know, he's had his he's had his problems. We all know those problems. Mm-hmm. Andre Hollins is probably your most dynamic, capable, you know, from the guard position, capable of taking over a game. And he's just still 
young yet, and I think he defers sometimes to to the other guys. So I, I think I, I think if, I think if they're going to make a tournament run, it's going to be because of Andre Hollins and not because of anybody else. Which is what happened in the NIT. It really did. Year. He was awesome in the NIT, and you can say what you want about the NIT, but they were actually playing decent teams. Then they beat you know they beat this Miami team, which was pretty much intact this year. They beat them in the NIT. They beat some good teams in that run, and they actually looked like a good basketball team. So if they just kind of get into a situation where they roll roll the ball out there and let talent take over that actually they could actually do something and he he kind of leads that charge who's your final four? Oh man i haven't even filled out a bracket isn't that sad you filled out a bracket how is that isn't that sad this is america yeah, this is america i don't even have a final four right now i'd i'd probably would pick if i had to right now just on the spot um i don't even know who's in the regions no just kidding i know uh <laughs> i think florida might actually come out of minnesota's region i think that's very possible um even as a 3 seed i think that's very possible um i don't think it's crazy to think michigan comes out of that uh nope. The uh, they got to play St. Cloud native Nate Wolters they do. in the first round. I, I so like they are going down. I like, game. I like them uh, upsetting uh, Kansas in the Sweet 16. I think that would be when they get them. Who's on Kansas? Uh, ben McLemore. I'm going to pop some. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> uh, let's see. Indiana. I just like Indiana. I don't think Indiana. I, Indiana doesn't make the Final Four. Wow. I oh. think they're soft. I think they're going to they're gonna get beat by a, a more strong-willed team somewhere. Like, I like Oladipo a lot. I think Zeller mm-hmm. goes for like seven points and six rebounds in their eventual loss, uh, probably hmm. in the Elite Eight. I'll, I, I right. believe that. Yeah, I've, 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 watched, them, I've watched them play down enough times this year to think that they're going to lose before they get yeah. to the Final Four. <laughs> the, the, the ultimate, they lost to the Gophers. They lost so. to the Gophers. They <laughs> lost to <laughs> Illinois. They get in yeah. close games, and you know Zeller goes up against someone like Mbakwe, and he, he kind of backs down. He's That's not – an NBA man, right there. That's True. that's still a college player. And I think the one thing the one thing I am definitely looking forward to is just when Twitter just unites when Duke is losing their tournament oh, I mean, game. Absolutely, I love that's when that so, happens. Oh God, that is, is, that is beautiful. America so, so comes fun. together. It really is. Yeah, it's so fun. Who was it? Lehigh last year that got him? Uh, yeah, wasn't it? Was it two fifteen? Wasn't it? I believe yeah. it was Lehigh. Yeah, it was, Lehigh. It was, it was God, such a it was good thing. Glorious. It was such should a have good. been a holiday. It, it was. It, it do is. a holiday. Well, no the next day. No one's working. should have been like a Central American so. country when their soccer team wins, <laughs> and the next day is just a national holiday. Why not, right? Everything's on fire. I think Louisville gets to the Final Four. I think they're off. I think they're pretty good, and they've got a nice, they've got a nice road. Um, Who I feel bad for is Amelia Reno because she ended up picking the same Final Four as I did. And oh, I am, she did? Oh. I am the worst bracket picker of all time. <laughs> I've never once finished in the gross, top half gross, of any gross. competition I've been in. I don't feel bad for her because she's in Austin, Texas right now, and we're not. That's yeah, true. right. Plus I don't feel bad for her at all. It's 85 there, and it's 12 below here. Go to the Ginger Man. It's a good bar. Anyway. <laughs> this whole podcast has just turned into advice for Amelia Reno. It really is. I like your boots. And I like your boots. Here's where you should go <laughs> nice to the boots. bar. Go to this bar. We're sorry about Brandon. <laughs> We're just picking out people who will never listen to the podcast That's and true. turning, dedicating each episode. No, sure uh, Twitter user at uh, Bill Helm. I've just mentioned your name now. Uh, so dollar, you have to listen to the podcast. So. That, yeah, that's usually what we do at the end of the podcast is yeah. start mentioning people so that they have to listen Yes. I like it. We haven't uh, mentioned Dana Wessel yet. Uh, Dana Wessel, who's out in Denver, who's going to be hopefully our next guest, I believe. Yeah, he, hopefully he will come good. on the podcast and yeah, we can talk soccer. soccer. You can talk soccer for a half hour yeah, while Clarence Somebody makes wanking. I don't gestures. get a fucking say in any of this. Wessel's going to be on? Wessel's going to be on. You'll like Wessel. Oh, He's a South Metro guy just like you. Yeah. Just... You got you to gotta actually show up live to have a say in who the guests are. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. That's fair enough. I like it. I'm just giving him shit. I like doing it. Yeah. Uh, Parker. Parker. Hageman. Hageman. Uh, holy, Why are we pronouncing his name wrong? Holy again? Mountain. 
Uh, not Holly Manthe. Whatever. <laughs> um, who's going to be in town soon? Who's going to be in town soon? Um, Will John Sharkman ever be back in town? Yes. You get him on he's the got well, he's, got a, uh, he's starting up the uh, Pomida 2 up in uh, Canada. So um, <laughs> <laughs> they just sell this. Bu- Pomida is just everywhere. huge. So it's, huge. it's, it's maple good. syrup and socks and nothing else. Yeah. So. That would actually, I would go to that store. Yeah, yeah. I'd buy stuff there. So maple, maple syrup, syrup and socks, socks mostly. Yeah. yeah, who doesn't need those things? Stock up at the same time. Yep. Anybody you want to mention, Mike? Since no. you're our guest podcaster, I can't think of anybody that really. Uh, you guys have pretty much nailed the big ones. Yes. <laughs> Bill Helm. Bill Helm. <laughs> Bill Helm. Dana <laughs> Wessel and Holly Manthe. Yep. The big three of the triumvirate. All right. Well, thanks for coming. Oh. We appreciate you coming on and replacing yes, thank Brandon. You, Mike. I I you actually have I information. Time. I had a good time. Yes. Brandon have, just has speculation. We, well, we have we have one person on the podcast who's in charge of having actual information, and it's usually Brandon, and he wasn't here this week because <laughs> yes. he had to go to Las Vegas and make a billion dollars betting on the basketball tournament. Yes. So really, good luck sing. on that. You want to sing any songs, Michael? You, you yeah, this is also the singing portion of the podcast. Actually, Michael can actually sing. The only song that's rolling around in my head right now is that you know that that stupid song that goes with the. You know the Harlem Shake, so I'm not going to sing right now. I, I've never heard it. I still haven't heard it. I'm pretty oh, sure you God. can't sing that song. No, no, you probably. She was can't. trying, but yeah. yeah so I'm not. I'm probably not going to swing. I mean, sing uh, or swing. No, <laughs> neither one is <laughs> going to happen like, right now. A, I am never going to Salt Lake City again. <laughs> Oh man, I don't know how sing became swing, but that was awesome. There you go. That These was, things that happen. Be- that was beautiful. Yeah, I'd probably just sing toxic acapella, and that's probably not going to happen. I think it probably should no, happen, we'll, but it won't. we'll save that for another rainy day. Yeah, for when I cry myself well, to we sleep. We become the first return guest. We can do that. Yeah, come back anytime. <laughs> yes. Doors always open. Make myself. The door is always open. Literally, the door is literally always open. the door is always open. We never it, locked it. It's a huge, it's a huge driveway with the field across the street. It feels like Ortonville. Yeah, I was going to say you know we don't need to lock. You like a lot of space between neighbors. Like, I don't like anybody. Yeah, I grew up on the prairie where no yeah. one likes anyone else. So. For when he's Can yelling be... on football Sundays, yeah, it's... like nobody, nobody calls the cops. Oh Jesus Christ, Denny! Sorry, oh. sorry, yeah. it's a football joke from his youth. Yes, uh, youth, uh, the youth. Miss. All right, let's wrap it up. All right, guys. thanks for coming. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, Appreciate this, it. it was the Sportive dot com at Sportive Podcast, and everybody else has their own Twitter handles, which you already know because if you're listening, you follow everybody That's already. That's true. Fuck so. off, Clarence. Yeah. Clarence, good having you. Bye-bye. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skidt af alle de der podcasts og forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel.